Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. We are entering this final week of the month looking ahead to summer. Many businesses have reopened, and that includes restaurants. For the Oklahoman, I'm Dave Morris. It's Tuesday, May 26th. And some places, like Stella Modern Italian Cuisine in the Midtown area of Oklahoma City, never closed during the coronavirus outbreak. Lori Burson, she's the owner, trimmed back her staff, and kept the lights on by offering takeaway and curbside. Now the patio is back open, and she's making her way through the dining room options with social distancing. So on today's podcast, we dive into the food world and how a popular local restaurant adapted to the coronavirus. Here's a conversation I had with Lori a couple weeks ago. How's business? Well, tomorrow will be our first official day to be open um, on May 1st when we were given permission to open up. I decided to do it in smaller steps, and so we continued with our curbside, which we have done the entire time. Um, we've never been closed, so we've offered to go the entire time. And then on May 1st, we opened the patio to give our guests and our staff a little bit of a transition time to get used to the new regulations and uh, just to see how people were. I think my staff has been probably more uncomfortable than some of the guests, and the guests don't realize that on on a certain degree. And then tomorrow um, is our first day to have the dining room open. So thrilled about that. Uh, I have missed the energy of having our, what I call guests, our, our customers, who for the most part have become friends of mine. I've missed the energy of having them inside the restaurant. Sales-wise, it was not huge, but um, just the support that we had, again, from some of our, our regulars. We had um, certain people that were ordering from us four times a week, have, again, regulars that have become good friends that made it a point of ordering from us once a week and then also ordering from other local restaurants. And our community here has realized that the, the restaurant industry as a whole was hit so hard and I think they know that if they want their favorite local restaurants to still be here a year from now, that they have needed to step up, and they have. Uh, I've had everything from the consistent small to-go orders to um, larger companies doing a donation to where they were purchasing food from us that could benefit others. Uh, so they were helping too. They were helping a small restaurant, and then they were also helping people that maybe have lost their job or had a severe financial setback and really needed food. And then we also have had guests uh, buy gift cards for future use and have even had some of um, our regular customers that are looking forward to the next few months. Have, I've had one guest contact me about a large catering that he does every year in November. And he said since most of his customers that would be attending his 
business event are probably a little bit on the elder side. He was going ahead and making the decision now to buy a large amount of gift cards from me, which helps me, and then he's sending those gift cards out to his customers as a thank you instead of having a large party, which I thought that was a great idea. That's a great idea. Can you uh, put into words just how damaging the impact of this virus has been on small businesses? Severe. Um, I am an extremely positive person and um, have confidence that we are going to uh, my small business and a lot of my friends that we will survive this and come out better on the other side. I think you have to get extremely creative. It may mean um, for us changing and tweaking our menu a little bit, um, adjusting to what our customers want. I had a uh, women's business me meeting earlier today and they're a good gauge for me on how my customers are going to react. And these are women that normally um, dine out frequently. And um, they are choosing right now to still get carry out, and I don't think any of them have been inside a restaurant yet. So I'm trying to make the steps that the health department requires, but we're trying to go you know, extra steps to make our guests feel extremely comfortable about dining inside with us or picking up the carry out or dining on our patio. And then back to your question on um, small businesses. I mean, I'm concerned about the, the retail. Um, you know, my friends that own a small shoe store or a small clothing boutique. And it's so easy right now to order, if you have any interest in clothes, um, to order online. And I think it's critical to not only remember the restaurants, but remember um, the, the retail. I certainly want our fabulous bookstore, Commonplace, to be in business a year from now. So it's, it's going to be a struggle for a little while, but Oklahomans are known to be supportive of each other and strong, and we'll get through this. So Lori, what are you I think I'm optimistic back to the Oklahoma spirit that Oklahomans have survived so much and have pulled together at different times in our history and you're seeing that again. Um, people are stepping up and helping each other out whether it is dropping food off for a friend that can't get out of the house or if it is doing something um, for a neighbor that they never even know it was you that did it or um, like in my case the the people that continue to support a small business i would just ask all of our friends to just continue supporting the small businesses so that when we come out of this that your favorite places are still around. Um, I hired a, a new employee yesterday that she had worked at a small chain and they are not reopening their doors. So that's you know unnerving and she was excited to get a job with us. So in our community, in, in my particular industry, in the food business, I think for a while we have been a little overpopulated with restaurants and it's been hard to find staff. Um, this is not the correction that any of us would have wanted, but I think you will see 
a year from now that um, the strong restaurants have survived. And maybe if it's a, a chain or a, a small group of restaurants, you know, maybe they've stretched themselves too far and not all of their, their restaurants are going to reopen or be able to survive this. So if you have a favorite, be sure and go and support it. We all need it right now. I think it could be a positive for, for my industry that we did have a hard time finding servers and I think that there will be some people that are looking for a new home, a new location and um, you know, I'm looking to hire the best. Well, last What's your favorite thing on the menu? Favorite thing on the menu? Well, my chef has recently been in California with her family, so I'm very excited that she will be returning tomorrow and that we will be putting out a new menu in the next couple of weeks. So um, my current favorite is probably our bolognese or on the lighter side, our three-sister salad, and that's something that I think is unique and fabulous about our menu is that you can get something that's heavier if you're thinking Italian, but we also have a lot of very healthy and fresh options. Everything we make is from scratch. So looking forward to putting out our summer menu with Chef Melissa. This interview is part of our ongoing Rebuilding America series. You can watch the video version online at oklahoman.com. Feel free to sign up for our podcasts and email newsletters while there and visit our digital services at oklahoman.com slash subscribe. Tomorrow on the podcast, a sit-down conversation with the CEO of Bank First, David Harlow. For now, I'm Dave Morris with The Oklahoman. Have a great night, everyone. Mm-hmm.